you are listening to Their Story Outdoor Podcast, where you will hear stories about people's experiences in the outdoor world. Some stories are about pursuing wildlife, and some are about being part of the outdoor industry. Either way, I hope you learn something to help you with your story. Today's episode is brought to you by HBC Company. For all of your food plot needs, it's all about fresh seed. Find HBC Company on the web at www.hornybuckseed.com. Welcome to Their Story Outdoors. Hey, it's mid-October here in Wisconsin. Weather's been warm. I've only been out twice to uh, spend a little time in the tree stand. Saw some young bucks, but uh, the big bucks are still moving after dark, according to the trail cameras. So uh, we do have a uh, front coming in Wednesday night. Uh, we're going to have rain all day Wednesday and uh, Thursday morning, I guess, and cool down Thursday night, maybe some frost. So it looks like the next three days after that should be good hunting. Uh, always like that big first cold front to get out in a stand. And uh, hopefully, like I said, uh, some of these mature bucks will get up and uh, move around a little bit. I did uh, go out to the farm on Sunday. I moved cameras because I found a bunch of scrapes. So Move my cameras from food to scrapes now, so get a little better inventory on uh, what deer are moving in what directions. So, a uh, little harvest update. I see Michelle Helen from Own the Season Outdoors uh, TV shot a nice buck last week, so congratulations to her on that. All right, well, let's get going with the episode. Uh, this is actually episode number seven. Uh, I'm talking with Tim Tibbetts, owner of Tibbetts Archery and Ultimate Habitat Creations. Uh, Tim's located in Mineral Point, Wisconsin. Uh, and I'm going to talk to Tim about his 2022 or 21 archery season, what he's got planned. And uh, Tim's also going to tell us about some of the trail, uh, cellular trail cameras and how they work and how he's been using them. And then we'll talk a little bit about some land management practices uh, that Tim does with his company and can help you out if you don't have the equipment or the knowledge to set your property up. So you can find Tim on Facebook or you can find him on the web at uh, Tibbetts Archery. So let's move on and get Tim on the line. Hey, Tim, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing, Brad? Good, good, good. We haven't talked in a while, and I thought this would be a perfect opportunity to get you on their Story Outdoors podcast. Sounds, sounds great. Sounds great. All of a sudden, someone got away from us, and we're just pushing into... We're right on the, knocking on the door of October here, aren't we? Yeah, I know. You and Amy just got back from uh, elk hunt out in Arizona. I saw on yeah. Facebook, and uh, that sounded like a fun good trip. Um, yeah, good, good, good time. One of these days, I'll one of these days I'll tackle one of them things down. But right. yeah, they still still get away, I guess. It's here, so. still fun to get out and chase them around, though, right? For sure, you yeah, bet. Yeah. Just having one of them scream is just turkey hunting on steroids, I always say. It's just awesome. I haven't had the chance to do that. I, I was out in Montana a couple years ago um, rifle hunting for mule deer, but it was too late for the uh, to hear him bugle. We saw a bunch of them, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's how's your uh, 2021 uh, Wisconsin deer season? What's it looking like? 
you know what? I guess, you know, a big thing for us is getting out and doing them food plots all year long. And for what we, you know, scary all year here talking drought. And, and I would say 90% of the properties out there just had, had that uh, rain right in time, you know? So yeah, everything looks for the most part, looks really, really good. And so that's, that's exciting. And, you know, we got a warm spell here, here going on, which I guess can be normal for us. Yeah. through these years now um, right right i don't know what it is even out at least yeah. 80 degrees out here now maybe maybe tab tab bit more so yeah. so but it's uh time to jump in a tree stand that's yeah. for sure did you happen to get out the last cold front we had wednesday thursday of last week at all i didn't i just got back from arizona oh, there yeah, that's but, right. uh, yes you know so we just 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 got back from that and and uh but that boy he you know that was great because apparently it was pretty warm here here right before we got back so when we got back it's like oh yeah fall is here you know and the, the corn is the corn is golden and, and yeah. uh yeah beans are yellow and uh yeah, <laughs> yeah guys gotta get the stand they're... yeah i see yeah. uh art helen took a nice buck on when was it saturday uh in that wind i don't know that if you saw it. yeah yeah real nice that buck great sounded yeah. like he had that thing great. patterned pretty good do you have any bucks this year that you're after any particular deer you know what, you know, last year, I think when we got done, which we never, ever, ever, ever had this happen. I think my brother and I sat down after the gun season and figured we'd had five, five, four and a half year old bucks, which if, if we have, if we have one of them, one four and a half year old, we're really lucky, you know? So we, we kind of figured out, you know, what everybody shot to the best of your knowledge, you know? Sure. And then, then after that, it was kind of after season. All right. Or did they make it or didn't they make it? And we had four out of the five that we've seen after the season. And so, nice. so that's pretty dang, pretty dang exciting here for this year. Yeah. One of them bucks, I, a neighbor sent me a picture of him and he's, he's a really, really nice 10 pointer this year. Um, had an okay picture of him. I haven't had him yet whatsoever, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what's out there. I got cameras out, kind of got cameras rolling, they, rolling again here, I say, because when we took off Arizona, it must have been the, last of the battery life there so okay got them back out i put ropes out i like i guess i like using the ropes there put the ropes and sure. kind of got scrapes going yeah. moved to scrapes and uh still had a little bit of that cold front left over there and mm. so yeah i got a picture of a you know a couple nice couple nice nice bucks nice. um probably cool. like everybody i wish i had wish i could see him every day on camera here and go all right i gotta go in for it but right right nothing nothing like nothing like that yet anyway so are you waiting to pattern a deer particular deer before you go out or are you just looking to hunt like uh you know the the right climate day high pressure you know full moon whatever whatever you think you should hunt or do you are you just going out after because you know he's in the area how, how do you pick, like, how do you pick it i really like going after him when they're in the area i use my trail cameras maybe too much okay um and, and now with cell cameras i guess you know i really really like that that yeah. side of things as well because i can see what's going on now now i've had i always tell the story too i've had been sitting in the stand and have eight deer to walk by and go maybe you know just the other side of the camera and you get down to check cameras that night and you know if you wouldn't have been sitting in that stand you would have never seen yeah. That you missed out, you know, that them deer were there. You wouldn't have known, you wouldn't have known that. So, yeah. so you, you, you know, you do kind of got to watch it a little bit there, but boy, sure. if I can, if I can, you know, you just put, uh, put the pieces together on where this buck's been, where this buck's been, and then try to 
try to get in there the best you can. That's I yeah. guess that's probably been one of my best uh, yeah. best times to get the buck. I uh, I think to get on something there. I think these new cell cams are just a game changer. Um, as far as you don't have to go in uh, and check them as often because they're sending them to your cell phone, so you're putting a lot less scent, um, you know, in the areas that you oh. want to hunt. Yeah. And uh, I I just they're huge. They're just huge. They, I know, I know you're running. I know you're running they're, cuttybacks, right? Yeah, I am using on the cutty links here. Okay, and you know, so so far so good. Okay. Anyhow. Yeah. 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 So I'd, far so good. I can't complain. I, I've heard real good things about them, and I'd like to. Uh, I'm going to pick some of those up and and run if I don't get a cell signal. The the nice thing about those, correct me if I'm wrong. You can set one up as like the home camera and have the pictures go to that particular camera. Is, is that yep, kind of the way they work? Yeah. So if you have you know, and that's most places around here. We got a ridge top that you can catch. Now you're going to catch around here, I believe. Uh, Verizon is the ones that I guess I sell the most of. Okay. And AT and T though, I had a guy come in the other day and they said, you know what? There's whatever four new towers at AT and T out here now. Oh. And so um, I haven't okay. you know sold any of them. I haven't did it, you know had any of that route. But mostly it's uh, uh, Verizon here. And 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 the thing to keep in mind here, it doesn't mean it doesn't matter what cell phone company you have. So like around here, U.S. Cellular is really popular. Sure. It's just they're using the Verizon carrier, so okay. that's kind of how that, that helps. So, how that so the big works. thing so, is just to have a tower by you that you can, because don't they all kind of yeah. connect down to the towers or something? I'm not real. Um, you just need so so your home camera needs to have have the cell service. Okay. So so prime example of this, we have uh, 52 acres up up kind of by Highland up north uh, northern Iowa County here. Sure. And that does not get very good reception. Right. Matter of fact, down down by our we have a camper up there and kind of you know little, little pad goof around on down there, mm-hmm. and we don't get any service down there. Okay. But up on top of the hill, we get service. So that's where these cameras come into play. Is I just need one camera to catch that Verizon or you know to catch that cell service, and the other ones can so I can put one at the bottom of the hill and then it will talk directly to the one at the top of the hill or. Maybe I have to put one camera in between there okay. or, or whatever, you know? Sure. And so that's the nice part of them, especially, you know, southwest of Wisconsin, where hilly as hilly can be. Yeah. Um, and and so at least you can, you know, you get them, them spots where you're not going to get out with a cell camera, you can bounce them back. Okay. Uh, and I think you can connect something like 24 cameras or something like that. Wow. I'd have to double look at that. But that so that's so incredible. So it sets exactly. up a little network then between the cameras and bouncing, yep. bouncing the signal. Yep. Wow. Exactly. That's so not to cool. have a have a big advertisement for, for Cardi Link, but right. so far that, that's yeah. been a good... You know, there's a lot of good good ones. I have guys come in and come in and having really good luck with the Tacticams. Yeah. One of my, one of my, one of the guys that helped me all the time, uh, Dave, he's, he's, he always it's just a lot of fact we get in fights all the time about it so but i just you know it's, it's more for fun sure. <laughs> and so yeah. but yeah so nope there's a lot and and so that's what i guess i you know circle back Here, here's the other thing with cell cams you know i guess i have never jumped out of the you know jumped out of the house and jumped into the tree and shot a buck on them either so it's not right. you know there's so many times like oh you guys making it so easy well yeah. i guess i haven't had it easy no. yet by any means no but here's the thing that made it e- that makes it easy 
is that I don't have to go grab five cameras of SD. In fact, I think I counted last night. I think I got uh, 16 cameras out right now okay. is what I have out. You know, and uh, out of them, there must be a dozen of them, I think, are a dozen of them are cutty links. And so, you know, if I ran that number of cameras, you're running to each, you're running to each card or sure. each camera, you know, yep. each week or, or whatnot. And so... Um, I just, that it's a huge time saver. That's right. the big, you know, we're all, bi- we're all busier than heck. Yeah, it absolutely. It's a huge, huge time saver. Now here's, here's the other thing that I love the, here's the other thing that I love, love, love the, 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 the cell cams for, not to keep beating on cell cams, but right. I have food plots that are in pastures. Sure. Okay. And of course what's in pasture, but cattle. Right. And what the cattle like, they like your food plot, you mm-hmm. know? So, so I was out West in Arizona and I had ended up calling my brother and I'm like, Hey, Get him out of there. And, you know, there's a calf in there. So you, right. so at least it, because there's times that, you know, before where I go check the camera after a week yeah. and like, there goes my food plot because yeah, the whole herd, herd ended up in there. So, so right. anyway, just another, another one of them, one of the things there. So, yeah. but yeah, yeah. So hey, look, that's look. kind of one of the strategies that I end up, yeah. I just like, the, like running the cams and trying to right. see what's on, what's on and going then. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Hey, let's step back a minute. You said you were doing some scent ropes. Uh, do you do the mock scrapes and licking branches and all that stuff as well, Tim? Yep, I do. I, I go in and basically, um, you know, kind of like a lot of everybody, a lot of people who have been using ropes, I think they're relatively new. You're the one that, you were the one that, that ended up, you know, at, at showing me how to use them and, and what to do. And says, here, try these ones. Sure. It was like, I was hooked. I was so hooked. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. And, and so I go in and basically take my rake and, and, you know, you have them script. Here's, here's what I found with them is, we have a we have a plot that I cleaned off up in uh, Highland there top top plot I call it, and you know what the, the the trail comes right in the main trail I guess uh, you know maintenance trail comes right in and there's a beautiful oak tree sitting there I put a rope on that tree I'm like oh, okay this is gonna be perfect you know and they didn't do anything with that you know it, it just never really got going I'm like oh well, let's move it over here and I'm not kidding you I moved that thing 30 feet. And it's night and day difference. Isn't that something? And I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was, you know, if those thermals or winds or what was going on there. So right. that's one of the things I tell guys. If it's not working here, yeah. just move it over, you right. know. Um, and, and it makes it, to me, too, it makes a difference. Walnut trees, they just don't like it. Correct. On oak trees, they love it. You yep. know, on, on you know, even box elders, they, they like it. But sure. Yeah. 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 So, I tell people the same thing, you know, move them around a little bit if you're not getting success on them, move them a little bit, you know. Um, I like them because we can't, you know, we can't put out anything to track the deer. Um, great for inventory in deer, you know. I mean, fawns, wow. does, they all hit it, you know. And it's, I, I like to have the fawns on them so I can see what I'm going to have for next year, you know. And even educating those buck fawns to them, um, yeah, they're they're, oh, they're, sure. they're super cool, super cool. Hey, let's talk a little bit about uh, your business, Ultimate Habitat Creations. Um, you've started how yeah. long? How long have you been doing that now, Tim? Well, I tell you what, let's we'll, we'll kind of circle circle way way back to I don't know okay. how many years ago. You know that when we first started, and food plots just started out. You know, I always had the the food plot. We'd throw clover down and. We didn't know what we were doing, but we tried and tried and tried, and we get clover. And hey, there was a food plot. One year turned out good. One year wouldn't, wouldn't turn out great. 
I think the biggest thing, especially with culvers, is you know we didn't wait long enough, and they're like, oh, that looks like crap. Tear it up, you know, <laughs> yeah. and away you go again. So, right. so a lot of it was learning, and that, and then and now you know we just have everything right at our fingertips to be able to go in and ask questions on you know the our our social media pages and this and that. But sure. but anyway, so so I started food plotting years ago, and then and then we just you know we got the ATV disc, and we did oh my god, we did acres and acres and acres with that. Well, two thousand, I think it was two thousand. Uh, 13-ish, I bought a tractor and a tiller. And I thought, oh, you know what, we'll try to kind of do a tractor. You know, we got the tractor tiller, let's just kind of put a little something out there that, hey, we can come and help you with the food plot. Well, long story short, in 2016, I went full-time with it. Right. And now we have there's a couple tractors. We have dozer, excavator, um, skid, you know, track skid steer, and and too many implements. And uh, But we're able, able to come in and set up a whole property. So sure. come in and and kind of get the line of movement of deer. What kind of line of movement do we want to do? We want to have, and then come in and clean up, clean out the plots, clean out trails. You know, put yeah. in, you know, put in small ponds, uh, water holes, I should say. You know, and uh, it's it's just amazing, amazing, amazing how how busy we've been. It's just been a blessing. It's it's past crazy. And and the That's great awesome. part is is it's right here in South. I, I stay right here in Southwest Wisconsin. Wow. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't go very much for effect. In fact, you know, I have repeat customers. That's kind of the great part of food plotting is every year somebody, you know, they, they want you back. And so, right. yeah, it's been, it's been great, great. So yeah. can't complain. No. Awesome. So what do people expect when they have you to come in and, and look at their, their property? What are some of the first things that you do to help them, uh, you know, draw deer in or keep deer on their property or, you know, um, just harvest some nice bucks. What are some of the things that, that you look for when you walk a property? So a lot of times it's, you know, we do have to have the, the, the hunter expectation has to be there to, you know, of, of that area. I guess since I don't get very far away from home, either I, I know a lot of properties. I've been around a lot of properties, and I might know somebody who's hunted a property in that area and can and can do a little bit of research and say, "Hey, what what do you know about this? What do you know about this area?" So we're going to start like a lot of people. We're going to start with an aerial, and the main reason that I start with an aerial is to go, "All right, to the north of you, is it what's brown is down? To the mm-hmm. south of you, you know, how is this hunter? How is this hunter? How is this hunter?" Sure. And we're we're also going to look for sanctuary. Who in that area? I call them the holder who in that area are holding the deer. Okay. Right. And there's so many times it's, yeah, this guy over here, he doesn't let anybody hunt. You know what? They yep. have 300 acres of prime hunting, you know? And, and so that right there is, is, is kind of what you look at. And you can base your, base your hunting off of that as well. Do we need to keep the deer off the North fence line? Because what's Brown is down up there, you know? So we can kind of set it up off of what's, you know, what the hunting, uh, you know, what the hunting around that area is too. Sure. Um, if that makes, you know, if that yeah. kind of makes sense. No. And then, and then it is, you know, it might be that, you know, it, it's just different stages of hunters. Um, some hunters, they might, you know, be walking through their whole timber to get to the back tree stand. Right. And so it's educating, educating them going, oh, let's do this. You know, let, let's see if this can happen. If that makes, you right. know, let's, let, let's enter from this way. And then, yeah. And, and then it's also a lot of it is, you know what? I don't care. You know the line of movement on your property better than I do. Sure. And I'm, you know, and so let's put that together into things. Can... Step by step through through 
all process of from trail cameras to tree stands to to you know all right how do we want to draw them deer do we want to you know do you what's your property have you know that we can that we can hold them deer or draw them deer too. You know, are we pulling from another property? Sure. So, I mean, so there's there's quite a bit, but we're just going to try to try to get that chess game and and try to do the best we can for what you have. Right. Good communication with the person you're working with definitely must help help set set up a program with them. And uh, most of these are multi-year programs, right? Let's just tell people up front right i mean you can oh, do some sure. things to draw deer in or, or you know to put deer in certain areas but it's it's a commitment um from the landowner um to to help you out over you know a number of years right yeah absolutely absolutely you know and, and we're tweaking things we're tweaking things all the time just like you know everybody is on their own properties you know you're going all right I'm going to change, you know, or we sit in the tree stand and we go, oh, here's what I got to do up here this year. Next year, I got to put a screening in over here because I can't get in the stand for crap, you know? Sure. And so let's, let, we're going to do this. And I, I just put it right on my phone a lot of the times too. I'm like, all right, you guys make notes, throw it on your phone. So yeah. next year, when we get together in the spring and we come up with 2022 ideas, let's, uh, let's get, get in there and let's see what we can do to tweak, to tweak this. And, and yeah. it's been, you know, been, it's been great. You know, I, I see, we see properties that are, you know, are flourishing and they're just, the, the hunters have done good, right. you know, but yeah. they, it, it, each year, each year is different. Right. You know? So do you, uh, um, do property owners help you through this? I mean, do you give them things to do, you know, uh, clear this area out or burn this off or do this or that? Um, uh-huh. do, you, do you give them projects to help with uh, the Absolutely. overall? Yeah, yeah. So it goes it goes a couple ways. You know, some some property owners are just too busy sure. and don't have the equipment. Yep. So we go in and do that. Or here's where here's actually a few stages. I guess I'm not very good at keeping work because Oh, I, there's been, there's been a lot of properties here actually that I'm teaching them along the way. Okay. So I have guys now that, you know, have the head, their properties for five years and they've added now tractors okay. like, here, you can do this, you yeah. know? And yeah. so actually one of the biggest properties, I got a couple of property here that's old and they have a couple properties actually that's pushing 300 acres mm-hmm. and now, and you know what, they got a tractor and they did their own till, you know, they, they ended up tilling this year and doing their brush cutting and doing, you know, uh, a, lot, a lot of their food plots, period. So sure. that's the other thing that I'll do whichever. You know, you want it all done, great. Yep. If you, let's, let's stick to your budget. Let's stick to your budget and see what we can get done with either I do it or you do it. Um, I had another property up by Muscaday there. And them guys, in fact, I went and walked that property this uh, in March. And they had, that was the second time they had ever been on the property. They had just bought it. Okay. And so it was, and they went from, you know, not knowing where we're going to put anything to, they just sent me a picture last night with three really nice bucks on their food plot. And then guys went and they have a four wheeler and they went and bought a, bought a disc and a sprayer, Wow, you know, and they did all that themselves. Sure. It was, it was was great. So, yeah. So it's whatever, you know, whatever your goal is and, and, and again, budget, Mm -hmm. um, is, and, and I, and I work with you on that, you know, so that's great. Um, it's just, it's, you know what it is. It's just fun being, being out there and, and, you know, doing that. A lot of that is tractor time and thinking, thinking for on yourself and just getting right. away. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I know it's expensive for a lot of people to, uh, 
to just put in a food plot, I mean, you know, look at the equipment you need. And sure, you can do some by just spraying and throwing seed on. But if you want to put beans or corn or, you know, things like that, you take specialty equipment. Not everybody has wallet that deep that they can, you know, have the tractor. And it's nice to have somebody like you that can offer those services and uh, help them to improve their uh, hunting property and, and, and manage yeah. it real well. So, yeah. Yeah, it works real well. The, the other thing that we have real quick is a, uh, is I got a no-till drill. And and the big thing with that no-till drill that we've really been doing a lot of is native seeding. Yeah. And so going in and seeding CRP programs or just going in and, you know, planting switchgrass field or, or yeah. you know, or whatever pollinators we've done. I think we did push 200 acres out this year that we, that we had done in that. And that, wow. and I, I just, I really got a, a new passion for that. It's just great. The only yeah. bad part of that is it isn't like the corn that you planted. You can see that grow, you know, that right. that native grass. You kind of got to sit there and twiddle your thumbs for a couple of years and go, oh, come on, come on. And then it's been it's been awesome, though. So. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of of uh, native warm season grasses, and they it's just unbelievable how deer take to those um, as a bedding sanctuary, even a fawning fawning areas. Uh, um, like I said, I'm a huge fan, huge, huge fan. Hey, Tim, Great. how can people get a hold of you if they would like to contact you to help them um, on their property? Okay, so best way to get a hold of us is probably you can look me up, look us up on Facebook. So it is under it's under Tibbetts Archery and Ultimate Habitat Creations because that's another side that maybe we could talk about someday. But yeah, um, archery started this whole thing. It was a passion of ours, you know, bow hunting, and so then that turned into archery, and we have an archery shop here as well. A lot of guys, a lot of you have been out to. So TibbettsArchery.com. Uh, TibbetsArchery.com is our website, so you can okay. go on there and take a, take a look at take a look at things there, and uh, you know, with pictures and things of that nature. Otherwise, just touch and base, and and, and sure. uh, my email is TibbetsTim at Yahoo.com. So it's our name backwards at Yahoo.com, and give a holler. You got any any questions on on anything like that, and I'll do the best I can answer. Don't know, I don't know everything by any means. I'm learning <laughs> as as we go here as well. So aren't we all? Um, aren't we all? Yeah. Well, Tim, thanks for spending some time um, with me. I I really enjoy um, you. You've done a lot for me. Uh, uh, Amy's mounted some of my my best deer that I've shot, and uh, you've helped me with archery and stuff. And I I really appreciate the friendship that that we have. And uh, I'll have you on again, and maybe I'll even come down your way, and we can do one on on the archery side and... and, uh, yeah, check, people check that out. We can go energy. hop on the ranger and go for a cruise and maybe check out some of these awesome. plots or some projects that we got going. That that'd be great doing a live one sometime. You bet. So yep. no, I appreciate the friendship there too. It's been yep. been a all of a sudden great uh, great run here. That's right. for that's for darn right. sure. So all we'll right. shoot straight if you get out there. All right, you too, Tim, and and we'll talk soon, okay? Sounds great. All Thanks, right. Brad. Thanks, buddy. Yep. Thank you for listening to Their Story Outdoors. Check us out on our social media accounts. Facebook, Their Story Outdoors. Instagram, Their Story Outdoors. Or on the web at www.scrapelinehunters.com. Then on the header, click on Their Story Outdoors. Hey, and if you could, give us a review on Apple Podcast. We'd like to get five stars from you. And comment anything you want, because we're interested to hear what you have to say. 